So what are dreams anyway? Are there some principles that we can use to understand them? That's what we're going to talk about today. Two principles, something I call the number one dream hack. Greetings, Internet. Welcome to the Imaginarium, a channel I've put together to discuss all things imagination, including dreams. And I'm Dr. Eric Goodwin. I'm an associate professor of psychiatry at the University of Louisville. I have an interest in uh, psychotherapy and dreams and analytical psychology. Now, what I'm about to talk about here is not designed to diagnose or treat anything and I'm not speaking on any official capacity for any organization this is just me this is me talking about things that I find interesting and hopefully you'll find it entertaining and educational so let's get into it then the subject of dreams and what they mean has been studied for a very long time and you could I could do a three-hour video on this probably longer really uh, but we're not going to do that. Uh, I thought instead I'd start things off with a couple of principles that I've developed over the years. Um, and my opinion on these things are it's just my approach. I do base it on clinical experience as well as um, familiarity with the research on the empirical research on dreams and dream content, dream meaning, and so forth. So that's where I'm coming from. And the, so I wanted to talk about two main principles that I use, and then we're going to combine them into something I call the number one dream hack. So the first principle that I think is really important to remember about dreams is that they are symbolic narratives. Now, dreams, you may hear some theorists out there say, are completely random. Uh, they're just random junk about the day about as you're processing memories uh, that theory has been around for a little while but it doesn't really hold up to scrutiny uh, the easiest way to debunk that idea is think about recurrent dreams and most people have had a recurrent dream um, so the idea that it's that the brain would create a completely random dream over and over again doesn't seem to make much sense so it isn't that. Instead, dreams are symbolic narratives of what's happening to us in our lives. Now, dreams are always about what's going on right now. Even if you're dreaming about something that's happened in your past, it's about how the past interacts with what we're doing right now. So if you dream about going in back to high school, for example, well, it's, chances are it's about something that's going on in your life right now that somehow relates to that. So there's a link between dream content and memory. And essentially, memory is how the brain constructs a personal narrative of what has happened up to this point. And memory is a fluid process, and it's a creative process, and it's subject to all kinds of errors, as we know. But it does serve in a very important function, obviously. But what it isn't is an exact retrieval of events, kind of like people talk about with a computer program, for example. The brain does not work like a computer. 
it works in a very creative capacity. It recreates what happened. But that's memory. Dreams are a little bit different in the sense they're still doing the same thing, but they're saying not what happened, but what does what happened mean. And the way that it expresses that meaning is through images and symbols. Uh, the link between metaphor and dreams is extensive, and we'll probably talk about that in future videos. But the important thing to think about today is just to remember that if I'm looking at a dream, I want to ask myself, what is this, what is this narrative trying to represent about my life? Now, the, the, the tough part about dreams gets us to principle number two, and that is that although dream imagery is metaphorical and the narrative of the dream is symbolic in nature, we, the dreamer, from the conscious point of view, or the ego, as we might say in psychodynamic literature, are not the ones that put together the narrative. Something else in the mind did that. Now to show that, just ask yourself about the last dream. Let's say you dreamed about walking down a tunnel and there was a door there and you open it up and there was somebody in there and you had a conversation with them. Well, right up to the point where you open the door, ask yourself, well, do I know what's going to happen when I open this door? In the dream, in the moment? No, you don't. And then you say you open the door, you talk to somebody, and you say, how are you today? And are you, do you know what they're going to tell you? No. Not in the moment, you don't. So what that means is that at, when we lay down to sleep, we don't typically sit down and think, well, I'm going to dream about A, B, and C. Most of us can't do that. There are a few people who can do that, but even in that case, they don't have complete control over the narrative. That's lucid dreaming, and we'll get into that later. But the point I'm trying to get at is that you, the dreamer, did not construct the narrative of the dream. So the symbols that are involved in it, you don't necessarily know what they're about yet. They just happen to you. So when you wake up and you have, what in the world was that all about? Remember that the easiest way to understand what it was about is to just not take it literally. If I had a dream that I fly out the window and I start throwing pizzas at people and all kinds of weird bizarre stuff like that can happen in dreams, although most of the time dreams are not bizarre. Uh, if you look at it and take it literally, sure, it's going to be bonkers. But if you think about, think about the imagery in terms of what is it meaning, what is the representation of it, then you'll get you'll have a better clue. But Dr. Goodwin, you ask, well, symbols about what? About just anything? No, not just about anything. Dreams are emotionally focused. So there, if you ask yourself, say, how many times have I dreamed about sitting uh, in a chair, scrolling through social media for hours on end? You may do that. Most a lot of people spend quite a bit of time on social media. You're not likely to dream about it. More often than not, you're going to be dreaming about important emotional relationships or issues or concerns that you're dealing with right now. And that's what the symbols are going to be mainly focused on. Now you might ask, well, why is that? It's because our emotions are, are kind of very primitive, natural um, systems that we have to survive. If, uh, fight or flight, 
social contacts, right? We're human beings, so we're very socially connected to each other. That's how we survive. So all of that stuff is going to be very tied to our emotions. That's Mother Nature's way of motivating the behavior that gets us to survive. So that's typically what we're going to be dreaming about. We're going to be dreaming about important emotional concerns and issues in symbols and images. So where does that leave us then? Well, using those two principles, remember, so the first principle is that dreams are symbolic narratives of how our life is going right now. And then think about the other part, which is, well, you don't necessarily know what the content of the, of the dream is going to be when you go into it. That leads us to why they can be very useful. And the first part is just understanding the symbolic nature of the narrative and, why, and the fact that they're centered around emotions. The second part is that since you didn't construct the dream narrative that, and that something else in the brain or the mind, if you will, did, then that means that whatever it is may have a point of view on our life that we as conscious, as the conscious ego, don't necessarily have. So if things that we don't notice, for example, are more likely to pop up in our dreams if they're relevant, things that we might be repressing can show up in dream content. So what that means then is that a dream narrative may contain things that you are not aware of or you don't want to be aware of. So then that leads me to the what I call the number one dream hack. So the number one dream hack is if you're completely stumped about what a dream is about, you can always do the following. You can say, okay, I'm going to take the text of the dream, whatever it is, let's call it X. All right, I'm going to insert X into the following sentence. And the sentence is, my life is progressing as if X. So if I dream, say, that I won the lottery, well, I never play the lottery. So, and this is very common in dreams, you'll dream about stuff you never have done before. Um, I need to look at it as if I'm winning the lottery. What's going on in my life that feels as if I'm winning the lottery, say? Or uh, when I was um, in the Air Force and I worked with combat vets, sometimes I would run across dreams like I'm getting attacked by animals who are trying to eat my family members. Okay, so if I take that literally, I gotta ask myself, well, when were you defending your family from ravenous wolves? <laughs> Of course, they weren't. But if I look at it from the dream hack, right, it, I feel like as if I'm trying to defend my family from predators. So that gives you a feeling for what the dream is really about. It's about the emotional state that they're in. It's as if this is happening. It's very vivid. Uh, and it, it can tell you quite a bit. In fact, they might not even realize that that's an emotional issue that they're dealing with because they're so focused on the combat mission or whatever it is. But that's what the dream says. So the dream is telling us this is what your situation feels like right now. So I hope that that has given you some things to think about and um, that that gets you started and maybe whets your appetite for a little bit more because there's a ton more. And if you want to, you can like subscribe. You know what to do. You know the drill, blah, blah, blah. I'm not really here to do that so much. Uh, but if you want to comment, uh, go for it. 
and we'll see what you think.